This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not contain or replace any legal advice. Hi everyone and welcome back to our second season of the Day One series for law students. I'm Amelia Hunter and as always I'm joined by Declan Peacock. Hey Declan, how are you going? Good, thanks Amelia. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Now, I think we're all starting to settle into the year by now and get involved in some really interesting work around the teams. I've mentioned previously that I've just settled in the planning and environment team of Melbourne Public Law as a first year lawyer. And I think even after two weeks, I've already been able to be involved in some really engaging, challenging work. And I'm sure you've had some similar experiences during your first year in the construction team and going into your second year as well. Yeah, absolutely. You, you see the buildings going up around the city. So, I mean, yeah. it's very current and very relevant, I think, to, to, to see what's happening around you. Absolutely. And we're so lucky to work in teams uh, with clients spanning the public and private sector as well. I think I've noticed that the diversity in the work means that we can be really meaningfully involved despite being relatively junior lawyers. And it also means that we have an opportunity to find an area of law or, or a sub area within our teams that we're really passionate about. Yeah, no, absolutely. We do a lot of public and private sector work and especially in construction, the public sector work that you do is a lot of council work. So you're building community facilities and sort of sporting facilities and stuff that are really central in in public use. So I think I really enjoy that, that part of the work. As you said, you can you can see the things going up around you. And that I find that really, really interesting as well. And it's look, it's necessarily facilitated by having senior lawyers in the teams who are really willing and keen to get us involved in the work. It is. And that's a really neat little segue onto today's episode because we are joined by Catherine Armitage and Tara Danushkoti. Catherine's a partner in our our Canberra public law team who advises on privacy and other information law issues for government and private sector clients. Most recently, Catherine's led the privacy work for the COVID Safe app and has now followed on from that and, and is advising on the vaccine rollout around the country. So it's about as current and public interest as you can get. Tara is a lawyer in in the Canberra team who works closely with Catherine and has worked with her on both those major pieces of work. And as a junior lawyer working on matters like that, she's obviously had some great exposure working on all things privacy and information related as well. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. We're delighted to be here. Catherine, to kick things off, how has COVID-19 changed the work of the Commonwealth Government in terms of what they require from their legal service providers? It really has changed the work in terms of how quickly things had to be done. So obviously we were acting for the Department, the Commonwealth Department of Health for a lot of different matters. And because of the, the emergency, the health team pretty much went into overdrive and we had to go into overdrive with them. So it was a matter of all the different moving pieces happening at once rather than a sort of a logical and orderly sequence. And we had to be really reactive and able to be that flexible and kind of agile service provider. So it was it was a really, well, it still is, a really exciting and and really interesting and challenging time for us. I guess the other thing is in terms of the delivery of our legal services, because I work part-time and, and have you know a number of years, my team was very used to me being kind of in and out of the office and, and us sharing screens and be able to work on documents remotely. But I think obviously with COVID, that aspect became even more heightened. And so it became really important that we were um, able to do really quick and easy teleconferences with our clients or video conferences with our clients, doing document, you know, live drafting a lot more than we were 
pre-COVID. Can you tell us a little bit more about the practice area, Catherine, and some of the work you're doing? I practice now almost predominantly in the privacy and information law. So that's looking at all things about the protection of personal information for individuals, but also from the Commonwealth clients what they can and can't do with all the data that they're collecting and storing and how they can use it and what they can do with it. So it's a really interesting, it's, I was um, actually just saying in a seminar yesterday, it's one of the areas of law that's really dynamic. It's constantly changing. There's a review of the Privacy Act going on. So the legislative framework's going to be changing. There's new developments in technology. And I grew up with an ICT contracting background. So that's been really helpful in terms of pretty much all information now is stored electronically or digitally. And so, you know, you really have to have a really strong understanding of how all the pieces fit together. But we also do acting for our Commonwealth and other clients, a lot of freedom of information. So that's where people have a right to get access to information that's being held by the government. And we also get involved in data breaches and things like that, which is really exciting. Tara, you're a junior member of the team. How did you come to be in that team? So what's your what's your background? Yeah, so I um I started as a summer clerk back in 2017 and paralegaled after. And in that time, I worked to all the different teams in the office. So commercial, litigation, probity, privacy, um, and the like. And then after that, I was a graduate and I rotated through a few teams. And one of my rotations was with Catherine. After that, I became a lawyer in 2020. Um, so I've been with Catherine since then. And it's been quite an exciting journey together. We, When I started as a grad, Catherine had just become partner. So we've actually been navigating this area together for the last almost two years. And it's given me so many incredible opportunities to grow and to learn about, I guess, not just the law itself, but also a practice. And Catherine and I started with a team of two to three, and now we're a team of nine. So it's been amazing because I guess it's I've had a role in, and Catherine's given me that role, in shaping the way our practice works and coming up with innovative ideas and processes um, and solutions. And privacy itself is also a very creative area of law, which I've loved. But I think what's been really special along the way and from the beginning as a summer clerk to now as well is I've had the opportunity to really work with each member of our office in Canberra. And I think it's quite unique about our Canberra office. We all work with each other in different matters. I mean, our matters often interrelate with each other as well, but also it's quite flat. So as a junior, I've been working so closely to the senior lawyers, to the senior associates, but also the partners um, getting me involved in so many different exciting things and definitely having Catherine and I have had a lot of one-on-one time, which is really, <laughs> which has really been amazing. I've, I've learned so much from her and she's been such an amazing teacher, but also, yeah, we've been learning how to, how to run a practice, haven't we, Catherine? <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been fun. One of the great things Things about privacy practice is that there are so many interactions with other areas of practice. So, for example, you've got, you know, the contract, pretty much a lot of the privacy protections need to be built into the contract. So you need to work with commercial lawyers or you need to have a commercial background or an understanding to be able to make sure that you're recommending things that are practical. There is absolutely no point making a recommendation that you put something in the contract if the vendor or the you know the contractor is never going to agree to it and you, you get that knowledge through experience really. And you've also got things like data breaches and whether that might involve some potential litigation down the track. So you need to be really careful about the interactions there. There's just so many really interesting interactions. Amelia and I have both gone through the graduate program in, in the Melbourne office and the, I've really found it invaluable sort of just knowing the faces around the firm and you mentioned that you work with everyone across the office in Canberra and that it is that flatter 
structure, how much do you think the, the ability to rotate through all the teams as a grad has sort of enabled you to feel comfortable doing that and comfortable having that working relationship with more oh, senior it's practitioners? Been absolutely invaluable, Declan. I think from a summer clock, actually, having that opportunity to work with each member of the office, it meant that when I came as a grad and then now settled as a lawyer as well, I really knew, I guess, the work we do in the office, but also my relationship, I think, was well established with each member of the office. And I think there's so much as a junior you can learn from the senior lawyers and often I think from friends in other places you don't really get that same opportunity and yeah it's been an incredible experience. Actually I learn a lot from the junior lawyers in the office in terms of their fresh ideas on how to how we can do things better is just so um, rewarding and being able to implement those ideas is just so great for the team so I think it's definitely a two-way learning experience. And that's the feedback we, we get from our team as well. I think during COVID as well, just speaking from the perspective of a junior, I think the technology literacy that a lot of the junior lawyers have and the ability to adjust really helped a lot of the partners in our team. I know how can we connect better? How can we do things differently? So I think that the ability to have it go both ways is, is so important. 100% agree. And Catherine, we've spoken there about the intersect between other teams and, and the privacy matters that you've been working on. And obviously the past year has thrown up new challenges requiring new intersects between different areas of law and different issues. And you've been uh, specifically working on some privacy matters around COVID-19. Can you go into some detail of that a bit more? Sure. So very on early in the emergency, COVID-19 emergency, we became involved in doing a privacy impact assessment assessment or a PIA for the proposed new at that stage COVID safe app, which pretty much was an incredibly urgent piece of work that needed to be achieved and then implemented really, really quickly. So something that would normally take us, you know, four to six weeks, we kind of had one week to do. So that that was pretty challenging. And it also involved us looking really closely at the underlying technology that was going to be used to implement that app, which really does involve an understanding of how cloud services work, how the digital transformation agency, their role was going to be in it and the role between it and health. So many different issues. Since then, we've been involved in working with the health team in relation to the implementation of the vaccine strategy. So we've done a privacy impact assessment on phase 1A before phase 1A went live. And now we've been working really closely with the team in relation to the phase 1B strategy. And we'll continue on hopefully into sort of the further phases of the strategy. We've also been involved in relation to the GP-led clinic, uh, respiratory clinics, which is the testing, the Commonwealth testing clinics that were really quickly set up. Our commercial team was involved in sort of the contractual arrangements, but we got involved in assisting with the privacy arrangements with that. And that's now kind of being expanded again in relation to the vaccine strategy rollout into, you know, those clinics are now able to be vaccine providers as well as um, doing testing services, or some of them anyway. These kind of nationally important projects that you can see being implemented, you know, in the, in the public arena is so exciting and so worthwhile because they're things that are really important and really matter. So you feel like you're, you know, you're actually contributing to society in a really meaningful way. Tara, I suppose working on these matters as well over the last year, what's it been like to have that sort of exposure to junior level? I know speaking personally, if I have something that's in the news or reported on, I think it's just the biggest thrill I've had as a lawyer is seeing something and being like, I'm working on that. Yeah, it's, it's been absolutely nuts. It's, I get such a kick out of when I read something in the news and think, oh, I worked on that. Or when, when they published a few of our reports, finally getting to show my family what I do at work. That was also really exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's been cool, I guess, because a lot of the work that we're doing is so heavily influenced 
influenced by what's happening in government and daily there are changes to, I guess, information and because it is such a moving feast and the, the details of the vaccines and the way it's being rolled out, for example, at the moment, it's changing regularly to, to deal with the global climate, really. And I think Catherine and I and the rest of the team, we find it so incredible that we're playing it's such a small piece of the puzzle but yet we're still contributing to something that's going to affect the lives of Australians even in a really I guess privacy specific way I think we're getting a really great exposure to how the government is rolling out the vaccines too um, and that's absolutely invaluable. Tara I think you mentioned it how the team that you and Catherine are, are working in has grown over the last two years from two to nine people how have you seen that growth happen and what have what's the team been doing to facilitate a, a good culture and a busy time but also a time where where people are, are new coming into the team how that was facilitated yeah, so um I guess it's been such an exciting journey I, I guess our, our team growing and we all are so supportive of one another helping each other out I guess personally and professionally and I can say that I guess as Maddox as a whole and I think what's been so exciting is seeing our information law practice grow across the offices too. So we've got teams in Melbourne and Sydney and us, we, we get together monthly and collaborate and share ideas. And I think it really represents what Maddox is like. Maddox is such, it fosters such a collaborative culture where people are helping each other out and within teams, different practices of law, so supportive as well. And thanks to Catherine for having me along on the journey. <laughs> <laughs> I often say this, but I know that every law firm, like on their website, will have their, you know, their values or their core beliefs or something along those lines. But Maddox is the only place I've really worked where everybody really lives those values. Like everybody genuinely is committed to working together to do things better, to grow the practice, to, you know, to really support each other, to respect everybody who's in there, no matter what your position is, no matter what your background is no matter you know who you are or what you've done nobody is better than anybody else nobody is more important than anybody else and it, it's just so refreshing to work in a place where your personal values match those of everybody in the firm around you. This is the first law firm I've ever worked at and I honestly feel so valued for being me and I think that each of the, the partners who I work with across the board, really across and the cross-firm um, initiatives I've been part of too, people really are interested in getting to know me and getting to know my quirks and getting to know my interests and my passions. And as Catherine knows, I love being innovative and thinking of random ideas the ways we can change things and do things better and more efficiently too and every single time my, my idea has always been welcomed and if possible we've been able to implement them too um, and I think it's quite special I think a lot of places are quite stuck in their ways and I haven't found that with Maddox I've really valued fresh ideas and also going back to the idea of working across with people um, in different different cities I've found in a few matters that for example pro bono matter we were calling um, and working with our Melbourne counterparts and working to achieve this really incredible outcome for this pro bono client I think it's so invaluable because we wouldn't have had, been able to do that on our own and the same thing for Sydney lawyers too so I think it's really quite cool that we have that relationship it's a national firm and I think we're all there to support each other and we all have different areas we specialize and it's awesome that we can call on each other to help out well, Tara, you're absolutely, I'm sure, selling it to all yes, of our listeners about how good of a place to work Maddox is. Uh, so I guess for those listeners, you're obviously kicking goals, doing what you're doing. What advice would you have 
to, to those listeners who are thinking about applying or working at Maddox? Clerkships are a very daunting process. I definitely didn't think that I would get one. I, I hardly applied, to be honest. And I'm so glad that I did give it a go because you have to, obviously, I know this is lame, but you have to be in it to win it. And I would say, like, number one, be open-minded and be open-minded from the beginning of the process. So actually apply to places because you never know. Like, I almost knocked myself off before I even got a chance. So go in and apply to everywhere. But really... Um, be open-minded about the experience you want to get as well. I think often people go in with a preconceived idea about what firm they want to work at for the prestige or the name or the type of partner they want to work for, the type of law they want to do. But I honestly can say I came from working community law to this and I had no idea what law was. And I think being, a, being having exposure to all these different areas of law as a clerk is such an an incredible experience because you get to soak in the different types of law and figure out where your interests are. Um, but I'd say going through the clerkship process, again, be um, open-minded about the vibe and the culture of the place because that, that plays a massive part in your experience as a junior in a law firm. And I think Declan Amelia, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that often plays a bigger part than the actual work you're doing, being a part of something really quite incredible. And I honestly have surprised myself in the areas of law that I've enjoyed working in and now I practice in um, and so fortunate for the experience. I can't believe it. I can't believe that I'm I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe it, Tara. You're awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> no, no, I completely agree with that. And I think the amount of times that I've been pinching myself thinking how lucky I am to be working with such a supportive team and people who genuinely want the best for me and are investing in me, it's really is a privilege at times. So it's good to hear that that's echoed across all of our offices. You know, you've got to be in it to win it. And the more you put in, the more you get out. I think that's that's really valuable. Catherine, as a partner, what are you looking for in junior lawyers who would be looking to join Maddox? Probably enthusiasm is a really important quality and a real willingness to be part of the team, um, to not just do your little bit and pass the matter on to whoever's looking at it next. It's really a team effort and that that collaborative piece is really important. And I guess creativity is really, really important because it's the days of just pulling a precedent off the shelf and filling in the, you know, the details. Uh, that doesn't work and it particularly doesn't work in the area of privacy and data security and information law where there is no precedent on the shelf. Basically, you have to find the risk, work out a way that you can address that risk and then there's no one black or white answer, which is the bit that I really love is that there is, you know, you can... You can get to your destination in a number of different ways. So you really have to be creative about how you can get to the destination, which is a reduced privacy risk. So I think they're probably the three things that I would be really looking forward is enthusiasm, willingness to be part of a team and that creativity as well. First one you mentioned, enthusiasm definitely shines through entire self-evident. I think that that's what you want to be working with. And It's been really good having the both of you on the podcast today. I think that's all we've got time for. So thank you very much, Catherine and Tara, for joining us. As always, if you've got any questions, head over to uh, the Maddox Lawyers Instagram account and send us a message. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you.